Bullshit. It's the No BS Marketing Show. I'm your host, Dave Mastovich. Our guest today is owner and chief geek of Resonance Marketing, Rachel Parker. That's her title, not mine. But first, <laughs> let's hit the bullseye. Zane Cycles in Brantford, Connecticut uses service as a strategic differentiator and it enables them to hit the bullseye. It's helped the company grow from a local bicycle and hobby shop to the largest P&I, Premiums and Incentives, distributor of bicycles in the United States. Chris Zane is CEO of the company. He started as a 16-year-old. He built the business through one-to-one marketing and exemplary service strategies, including lifetime free service. This makes first-time customers more comfortable and brings them back to the store again and again where they can buy more stuff. Lifetime parts warranty. Zane added this to tie into the free service by having a small number of vendor partners and holding them accountable. Flat tire insurance. The idea of a flat tire worries first-time bike owners, so the flat insurance offered at a nominal fee reduces anxiety and again brings customers back to the store. The kids play area. Parents can shop while the kids play and maybe even buy that Christmas bike without the kids knowing it. Kids bike upgrades. This trade-in policy allows parents to buy a child's bike and then trade it in for full price credit towards a larger bike. And this service, like all the ones I mentioned, were retroactive, meaning that when Zane started any new service, they notified all past customers, letting them know about it. Zane's cycle shows us how to hit the bullseye with creative offerings, one-to-one marketing, and amazing service. The OBS Show is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash nobs. Listeners know I'm a basketball guy, so I'm going to talk about trying a book like Seven Seconds or Less by Jack McCallum, his season on the bench with the running and gunning Phoenix Suns. You can download it for free today. Go to audibletrial.com slash nobs. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Resonance founder and CEO Rachel Parker helps companies, associations, and other organizations understand why traditional advertising just isn't connecting with today's consumers and how this so-called new thing called content marketing is doing just that. She's an author, podcast host, and regular on the speaking circuit, earning rave reviews for her content, and she provided a lot of great background in episode one. Rachel, as we get into episode two, let's talk about marketing your company or maybe even marketing some of the corporations you work for or when you were on the agency side. At Mass Mm -hmm. Solutions, we say marketing is about clearly defining your target markets, finding out what they want through marketing intel, developing it if you don't already have it, giving it to them when and where they want it at a price they're willing to pay and then telling them about it again and again. Unfortunately, many people get hung up on that last part, the telling, but you need to start with clearly defined target audiences, do that necessary marketing intel to ask them what they want, tweak what you have because it's not going to be exactly what they want so you can develop and give it to them when and where they want it at a price they're willing to pay. Telling them about it then can be the fun part. So thinking back to your most amazing moment in your experience with marketing, messaging, or communications, what's your biggest marketing success, Rachel? 
Um, well, Dave, I would have to say, um, and, and it's great that you, you were talking about, you know, knowing your audience and tweaking your product, because that's what I've done. Um, first of all, I started my business actually as resonant social media back in 2010. If you remember, that's when Facebook was first coming on the scene as a, as a marketing venue. And then in 2012, I started hearing about this thing called content marketing. And as a, as a copywriter, by, by way of background, it was just a, a huge, a, a, a perfect storm. You know, it was like, okay, here's this thing going on and I'm the person to, to be able to bring it to people. So that's when I rebranded as resonance content marketing. And, um, you know, as far as, uh, you know, f- really finding my niche, finding that that specific audience that works well for me, it's it's definitely been a journey. And the, I'd, I've only recently, um, in the last year or so, come to the realization of the, the businesses that I work best with. And that is, um, you know, I started talking to the clients that I did have. I said, what, you know, what do you like best about working with us? Or what brought you to us? And they said, you get us, you get our products, you understand our audience. And we worked with agencies before who promised us the moon with our content marketing, but they just didn't understand our product. And these are these are folks like software companies, um, healthcare, company, healthcare companies, very with very sophisticated products and services. So that's when I came up with kind of our unofficial tagline, which is intelligent content for intelligent brands. And that's what these folks were missing is that intelligence factor. Um, and you know, not everybody who hangs out a shingle and calls themselves a content marketer can handle or can deal with kind of the kind of information that we have and really make those clients happy. Um, I have a client that is a think tank for the oil and gas industry. So very, very sophisticated content that we're working with. And we are able to work with them um, almost as a member of their team and really produce that that intelligent content that they need to reach their intelligent audience, those, those CEOs, those COOs, those folks who really want to know what's going on in the oil and gas industry. So, um, and, and, you know, it's funny, once I really landed on what makes us special and what we are able to offer, then the, the clients who fit that profile started coming into um, coming into my environment. So, so I just kind of attracted them by virtue of saying, okay, this is really who we are. This is how we add value. And then the, the clients started coming. So uh, again, it's intelligent content for intelligent businesses. Is that what it was? Brands. Intelligent brands. Excellent. Mm-hmm. You've, uh, you've, you've, you're about to release, or you just released uh, your your book. What, let's just talk released. about the book. Let's talk about yep. it. Yep. Look yep. at that, folks. <laughs> yeah. The Content Marketing Coach. Everything you need to get in the game and win. So this is... Um, this is my book. It just just coming out, uh, just coming out now, actually, beginning of September. And um, this was uh, this book was actually inspired by my own podcast listeners because almost every week I get a message from someone saying things like, uh, "Rachel, thank you so much for this podcast. I came to content marketing from journalism, or I came to content marketing from traditional advertising, or I'm a recent college grad with a degree in English, and I find myself in this content marketing." Role. And they and they're so grateful to have that source of good solid information to help them do their jobs better. And I got enough of those messages that I started saying, okay, I, I really need to create a resource for these folks so that they don't have to go digging through podcast episodes. They can have a have a book on their desk that gives them everything they need to really hit the ground running and to make an impact with their content. So that's that's how the book was born. Talk about it. So, uh, you know, there, you, you had mentioned to me, uh, we talked a little bit before the show about 
certain chapters. Talk through what your favorite chapters. I'll put you on the spot. What's your favorite chapter of the book? My favorite chapter. Um, well, you know, I'm a I'm a history geek, and um, I love talking about about history and where things came from and why they're important. So the first part of the book is called the why, and I really go into why content marketing and why now, and I really go into um, what I what I call the the old madman approach to marketing, which what I which is what I call the barge brag and bully approach. So we barged in on people when they were watching their TV programs or reading their newspapers. We bragged to high heaven about our products and services, how wonderful they are. And then we bullied. We said, okay, you've got to buy this. you got to buy this now. Um, don't be the last one. You're blocked to have one. Um, get them before they're all gone, et cetera, et cetera. And so then I go into what really happened starting in the late 1990s that changed the way consumers look at marketing. And uh, those two things were the rise of the internet and Generation X. And those two factors really contributed to people looking at marketing and saying, okay, you know, that's a nice, that's a nice tagline and that's a nice brochure and that's a nice, uh, that's a nice logo you have there. But who are you and what can you do for me? And that's how content marketing became, um, became so important these days in, in spite of the fact that content marketing has been around for a long time. So I, so I think that historical perspective uh, really was my favorite chapter to work on. So it was barge, brag and bully. Yep. Makes complete sense. It, uh, being a Gen Xer myself, I agree 100%. And I like that you're giving Gen X some credit because it's the Woo! sandwich generation that doesn't get the credit it deserves. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I'm with Rachel Parker, the CEO of Resonance uh, Content Marketing. She's got a new book out. I want to keep talking about this. So that's the chapter, chapter that come, brings in Mad Men and talks about the uh, barging in, the bragging and the bullying and how in the late 90s, the internet and Generation X changed how we viewed marketing. Mm -hmm. Give us some other uh, tidbits from the book that can compel someone to go on and buy it and then tell them where to buy it. Sure. Well, after I go through the the reasons of why content marketing is so important right now, and um, and by the way, we're getting into budget planning season. So if you're going to be sitting down with your CEO to ask for some funds for content marketing, then this will give you some good ammunition uh, on why it's so important. But after that, I go into really how to create a strategy for for your team and your and your brand. And really, you know, strategy is one of those. Um, you know, it can be a BS term that we, we toss around to sound smart, but it really is. It's just a plan. And it's taking what you know about your audience and what you know um, about, your, about your brand, about your brand personality, about what attracts people to you, and then rolling that into a plan. What are we going to do? Um, and I say the, the biggest e-ticket to failure is trying to do everything all at once. You know, you go from zero to having a blog and videos and a podcast and, uh, and, and Twitter and LinkedIn and Snapchat and trying to do it all. And that's just a ticket for, for burnout. You're not going to be able to sustain it. So when folks first start off in this content marketing journey, it's really designating, okay, what's going to give us the biggest bang for the buck? Um, I talked about B2B businesses, so important to be on LinkedIn a few minutes ago. Um, 
you know, podcasting. Well, does your audience listen to podcasts? If yes, then that might be a good venue for you. Or, um, you know, would they prefer to watch a two minute video? Would that be, you know, would that be a better strategy? So it's really looking at your audience, what they need, uh, what frustrates them, what inspires them, what entertains them, and how you can how you can meet that need. And then from there, rolling into an editorial calendar, saying, okay, what are we going to do each day of the week, each day of the month? Are we going to do a weekly blog post, maybe a uh, twice a month podcast, and maybe once a quarter ebook? And then really getting those down into a calendar so that you can maintain consistency and make sure that, that strategy is supported every day, every week, every month, all throughout the year. Sounds like great stuff, Rachel. Uh, give me another favorite chapter as we keep going. I'm, I'm loving this. I'm enjoying it so much. And I know that a lot of our listeners, we have multiple types of listeners. Some are the college students or recent grads. Some are the mid-level professionals. And then some are the entrepreneurs and CEOs. All of them can take value in what you've said there. And selfishly, it's a lot of what we say at Mass. So it's somebody else saying what we say. And that helps add credibility for us. So give me more. Sure. Um, well, the, something that is unique about this book that I haven't seen in many other content marketing books is that I dedicate a whole section to the question of whether or not you should outsource. And that's something that, that I don't see a whole lot of discussion about. But when people contact me about resonance services, one of the first questions they have is, okay, how does this even work? You know, how do I, how do I even do this? How do we, how do we, how do we work? To, do I need to put a desk in, in my office for you? Or are you going to come live with us for a while? How does this work? So, uh, so I think there's a lot of confusion out there about how the outsourcing relationship works. Now, of course, when content marketing first became popular, um, gurus were out there saying, no, you cannot outsource. If content doesn't come from you, then it, you know, don't even bother. Well, you know, this is the real world and not everybody, not every team has time to create the content at the quality level that they need to achieve and at the consistency that they achieve. They have to deal with things like product launches and website redesigns and and, you know, the, the sales team needs a new brochure by next Wednesday. They, they're dealing with a lot of stuff. So especially for smaller teams, it makes a lot of sense to go ahead and bring in an agency to fill in that those content marketing gaps. So I go into, um, you know, how to choose an agency, how to do an RFP, how to review those proposals. And, you know, people tend to do what I call the back page flip. They, they get the proposal and they immediately want to see the price tag. It's like, okay, how much is this going to cost? And there's nothing wrong with that, but make sure you look at what is behind that price tag and look at things like the reputation of the company, the types of companies they worked with before, uh, what services are being offered as part of that. You know, for example, are analytics going to be included in, in behind that price tag? Some will, some won't. So you really need to... Um, Go in as an informed consumer and review those options and make sure that you choose the best agency for you. Because, um, Dave, as I'm sure you know, there are a few things more painful than having to break ties with one agency and start over with another one. It's a painful process on all sides. So I'm trying to save folks that that pain and suffering and help them do it right the first time. I agree. And we talk a lot about the no BS marketing approach. And, and what we say is, you know, so many people produce creative for the sake of creative and content for the sake of content. And those are the kind of firms we we aren't like, and we hate to even be lumped in that. And we don't, we call ourselves a marketing firm because we do so much different than an agency or a PR firm because we spend so much time on the intel and the target market drill down and the strategy. But we do produce messaging and content. And we just get very frustrated with people that 
focus on that content for the sake of content or creative for the sake of creative. And that's really BS marketing because, mm. and that's what gives our entire industry a bad name, is there's uh, not enough people that are putting the plan behind it, like you said, and putting the structure behind it and then having it match up and be consistent. And it becomes very frustrating. And so that's what ends up happening where when you said you end up firing a firm, when someone fires a firm and brings in a new one, it's even harder on that second firm because then they hold you so much more accountable. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, Dave. And I've, I've, I've been that, I've been that other agency who's had to come in and, and, re- and look at, you know, look at what has gone before, fix what was broken, and then, um, and then add some value that the first firm never even thought of, and really help that company, help that brand be all they can be when it comes to their content. It really does. It comes down to trying to have that full-fledged, true marketing approach rather than BS. The No BS Marketing Podcast with Dave Mastovich is brought to you by Mass Solutions. Put our three-step No BS process to work for you. Visit MassSolutions.biz today to take your marketing to another level. It's all about bold solutions, no BS. Talk about, earlier you mentioned uh, what could possibly be this, but pick a tool or a tip you offer that'll help our audience tell their story, craft their message, or communicate to internal and external target audiences. It could be uh, something that helps you generate content. It could be your favorite book other than yours, which we're going to keep talking about, um, <laughs> or any kind of productivity resource, whatever you think might help our listeners. Um, you know, one thing that I hear from people a lot, and these this comes from a lot of folks who are great at presenting, who are great at sales, they hate to write. And they say, I, Rachel, I hate to write, but I know content is king. How can I, you know, how can I fill this gap? And I say, do audio, do video, and then, you know, cr- get in front of a camera or get behind a microphone and talk as if you were talking to an audience and then have someone transcribe it for you. And boom, you've got a, you've got a blog post. You've got a great blog post that makes the most of your strengths. And then you have the actual text to tap into those, um, those search keywords, and you can create a tremendous blog with those those video and audio sources. Um, you can do a video, p- upload it to YouTube. That's free. Um, it, with audio, there's um, resources like SoundCloud that you can just upload your audio and just put it out there and then add your text and then boom, you're good to go. Great tip. Rachel Parker's on the No BS Marketing Show. I'm your host, Dave Mastovich. Remember, the show is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash no BS. You get uh, 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, Resonance founder and CEO Rachel Parker's on the show. She just gave her tool or tip. Rachel, talk a little bit more. What's the one more takeaway that you'd like our listeners to have about your book and then talk about where they can get it? Yeah. Um, one more tip that I wanted to share, and this is it, it's more a philosophy than a tip, really. You talked about you talked about Dave about all those companies that are creating content for content's sake and then you know blogging for blogging's sake. There the I mean the we're experiencing what, what Mark Shaver called content shock a few years ago, and it's just becoming um, there's more and more stuff out there and so much of it is garbage. So when people ask me, you know, how can I really stand out? How can I build an audience? Um, it comes down to quality. You You've got to create quality content that resonates with what your audience is looking for and that really that that takes that 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 sets a new bar that's really sets a new level. It doesn't just kind of blend in with those top 10 tips for getting more followers on Facebook that everybody everybody and their dog is doing. But, um, you know, take take interesting um, 
take an interesting perspective, look at something from a different angle, and um, and create quality create quality content. One of the, one of my favorite quotes from Jay Bear is create content so good that people would pay for it. And that's something that I think of when I sit down to create my own content. And that's what I advise um, people who come to me who, lo- who are looking for something to break through the clutter and to get their message through, create really, really premium quality content. I talk about how the phrase content is king is so overused and that it's really the audience is king. And that's mm-hmm. what you're saying is if we drill down that audience, if we get to understand, I loved your point earlier about how you have the intelligent content because you know the audience so well. That's mm-hmm. what it's all about. If you make the audience king and you have some writing skills, you can then turn that content into something that moves the audience. Mm-hmm. Or as Jay said, they'd actually be willing to pay for. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Where are the top uh, places to get the book? Do you have it in audible uh, form, audio, audio form yet or paperback? I do not yet have it in audio form. That's a great point, Dave. We should we should absolutely make that happen. Uh, it is available on Amazon right now. I know the hard copy is available uh, right now as we speak on Amazon, and we are working on getting the ebook uploaded as well. And yes, we absolutely need to create an audio book and get your friends at Audible on uh, get get them as part of the team. And we're going to put that all in the show notes. Talk about your podcast real quick. Give a synopsis of uh, what it's all about and the name and everything. So we'll put that on the show notes as well. But we want to promote other podcasters. I love the medium so talk about yours sure it is the content marketing podcast and it's available on uh, on itunes on stitcher on google play music and um this is it's it's basically my it's 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 a way for the content marketer to get simple, actionable advice to help them do their jobs better. And uh, Dave, I take a very no bullshit approach to to what I do. You know, there's so many gurus out there making up words and throwing around terms like you know synergies and and platforms and and paradigms. And no, content marketing is simple. It's not easy, but it's simple. And so what I try to do is drill all that down and say, okay, here's what you need to do to be effective. We don't worry about you. Know, know which company is about to buy which company or you know facebook what what facebook is is buying next or what what's going on at that upper level we really focus on the content marketer sitting at his or her desk trying to make an impression and trying to get results from his or her content and we do that through um we do some some expert interviews we do some standalone um standalone episodes um i just shared a whole bunch of content from my book on the podcast so it's it's really it's it's a a simple practical approach to the job of the content marketer and how often does it come out it's once a week drops every thursday excellent Mm -hmm. well thanks for being on the show you were a great guest thanks dave had a lot of fun and thanks to our listeners for joining us for the No BS Marketing Show. Visit massolutions.biz slash bold solutions for show notes plus additional marketing and messaging resources. Sign up for light reading. You'll receive valuable strategies every other week to improve your marketing and transform your message. It really is light, intended to be read in two minutes or less, and it just might trigger bright ideas for you. Again, to sign up, visit massolutions.biz. Remember, ask yourself, what's the big idea? And build your story around the answer. It's all about bold solutions. No BS.